Hello and welcome to this very first action podcast from Bible League International. I'm your host, Michael Woolworth, and so glad that you can spend a few moments with us today. For more than 80 years, Bible League International has been serving the under-resourced church with Bibles and training to transform lives worldwide through God's Word. At the close of this podcast, we'll share how you can keep in touch with us and partner with the exciting ministry of Bible League International. Well, you may recall in the 19th century that many philosophers in Europe declared God dead. But in spite of this, God's church is growing in Europe. And while it's true that many Europeans embrace atheism, Islam, or traditional religion, many are witnessing the collapse or the emptiness left by these systems and coming to place their faith in Jesus Christ. My colleague Anton serves with Bible League International specifically in the countries of Albania and Armenia. Albania is in southeastern Europe on the Balkan Peninsula, bordering the Mediterranean Sea near Turkey, Iraq, and Iran. Armenia in Eastern Europe is a former Soviet Republic and boasts the world's oldest national church. Anton, welcome. And tell us, what is the state of the evangelical church in places like Albania and Armenia? In Albania, Christianity only actually kind of started in the 1990s. There had been some churches before, but uh, it has a very strict communist regime for many decades after the uh, after World War II until the 1990s. Um, it was the only atheist country in the world. Communist leader announced that Albania was the only hmm. atheist country in the world. And in the 1960s, all churches were demolished. Um, priests and pastors were killed. Also mosques, so also the Islam couldn't, because it's a traditional Islamic country as it has been part of the Turkish Empire. So in the 1990s, there were no churches left. There were no Christians left. So from there, it started, you know, from zero, from, from scratch, Western uh, missionaries went to Albania to preach the gospel, to start churches. So it's very fresh, it's very it's pure because it's, it's so new. The Bible is, is new to them, the gospel of Christ is new to them, and it's really alive for them because it's taking them out of the, you know, the years of, of atheism and emptiness that goes with that. Yeah, so it sounds like uh, Christians are motivated by, they're excited by the opportunities that are before them, yes? And what you see happening now is that many of those former missionaries, they, they left, uh, leaving the churches on their own. Some of the churches were not prepared to take over the role of leading a church, so they are starting to collapse a bit. So now we as Bible League in Albania, we are uh, raising up new leadership and trying to encourage local believers to become the church leaders of of present day and the future. And you see that that's really, it's really energizing them. They really have a vision to become a real, a true Albanian church. So yeah, there's a lot of energy going on there. And, and Bible League plays a significant role in reaching out to all those different churches that are there. Let's talk about the need for Bibles and biblical resources. It's a very interesting situation in Armenia. Um, because it's, um, it's located between Iran and Turkey and Iraq. And so they're surrounded by uh, Muslim countries, but Armenia was uh, one of the first Christian nations ever. So already in the year uh, 301, it became a Christian kingdom. But it's, it's become a very traditional church. Over 90% of the, of the population calls itself Christian, but it's, it's a tradition. They don't know what it means to having a relationship with Christ. Hmm. The Bible they are using was translated in the 7th century, if I'm not mistaken. And they'd never changed that. So people, even if they have a Bible, they don't understand a word of it because it's, you know, 
pre-Middle Age language. So what you see is that all those Christians, they don't have a clue about what is going on in the Word of God and what the Gospel means to them. So you can easily say that of those 90% that call themselves Christian, 88% doesn't have a Bible. Wow, that is uh, pretty profound. Hey, tell me, what are some of the other challenges of doing ministry in Europe? In both countries, you see that it's, it's the traditional religion that is you know, taking people kind of in hostage. In Albania, that is Islam. The countings are different, but up to 70-75% of the population are. They returned to uh, Islam after the communist government collapsed. So they went back to their own tra- old traditions. So it's quite strong in some places uh, that they this is our uh, tradition, this is our religion, we are Muslims. And it's not easy to, to break through that. So that's, that's quite a challenge. But also, there are still a, a large number of people that uh, remained atheist and being trained, you know, and, and brainwashed in, in the communist worldview. They are very close to anything that has to do with religion, let alone the gospel. And so that's also a, a big challenge. And in Armenia, it, it's the traditional church that um, has the only right to carry out church activities. So as uh, evangelical churches, it's, it's very mm-hmm. difficult to work around that and carry out mission. Well, Anton, I'm sure you've got many, but could you share a story of how even one person has been impacted by the gospel? One of my favorite examples is uh, an old man from Albania. His original name is Islam Dengu, raised as a Muslim. He is 80 years old from Tirana. He's in the capital of Albania. And he went through Project Philip and became a Christian. But he uh, originally is from a village that is uh, a, a rural village somewhere in the mountains, far away. Hard to reach. We went there. It's it's like rocky roads through the through the mountains, and it took us quite some hours to, to only get there. And if it's raining, you can't get even there. Hmm. And he uh, he has on his heart. God put on his heart to reach his village of origin because they are all all Muslims and they uh, haven't heard of the gospel before ever. So this old man went to his village, brought his project Philip materials there, and started the Bible study. And so I. I I see still those rugged faces of those people that are farming in hard circumstances in the mountains, in that, that old house where they had a meeting, and they were very interesting. It's like children in, in the Sunday school, because hmm. it's very simple lessons about creation, and they were asking almost childish questions about that, because they haven't heard, they didn't hear anything about it before. So everything is new to them. But this man is going there every week, this old man. He changed his name from Islam to Christian. So his name is now Christian Dengu. And I think it's it's very powerful that such an old man is so impacted by the gospel that he wants to, to go back to his village and tell the people there before it's too late because they also the, those people are getting older and older without hearing the gospel. And that's what he had on his heart. It's a great story, Anton. Now I know why it's one of your favorites. Great testimony of that man coming to Christ late in life and yearning for others to know him as well. Thanks for sharing that. Hey, I know that Bible League utilizes Project Philip and Church Planner training both in Albania and Armenia to introduce people to Christ and to see churches uh, come about in areas uh, where none exist. How can we pray for ministry? in these two countries? I think for the whole region, one of the most important things is uh, pray that God breaks through uh, traditional barriers that are there. Okay. People are really bound into their tight traditions, and it's really hard to break through that. And only God can, can you know, break through it with the Holy Spirit, that God breaks the bonds of Islam, but also the, the, the other nominal tradition in Armenia. Um, and the other thing is that uh, the, the 
in both countries, the, the evangelical church are still young, uh, raising up leadership so hmm. that they can be empowered by the Holy Spirit. Uh, God, God sends uh, people to be trained as, as leaders in those churches so that they can raise up local leadership and can expand, uh, grow in number and in, in uh, spiritually. Thanks for sharing those uh, two ways that we can pray with really a greater uh, clarity about Armenia and Albania. Anton, if you could uh, say something to those that support uh, Bible League, what would you want them to hear? So I want to extend the gratitude of those, of our partners, but also the people in the programs to our donors here. They are really, really appreciated by our people on the field. Hmm. And I want to encourage them that they are also in the ministry. They are part of the ministry. So they are with their brothers and sisters in Albania and Armenia. Together in God's kingdom, they are one family. If you go there, you feel that. You, you sense that you are one, even though you don't understand the language, or you have a different tradition, different culture, different, you know, anything is different. But you feel that you are one in Christ. Anton, thank you for that heartwarming message. I know that many will appreciate uh, hearing that from you. Uh, You've been listening to uh, Anton, my colleague with Bible League International. He serves in the countries of Armenia and Albania in Eastern Europe, and he's given us a wonderful firsthand look at what God is doing in this part of the world, and I hope that today's broadcast has been encouraging to you. Friend, thanks for tuning in to this Action Podcast. And let me ask you, will you pray for Bible League International and consider supporting this ministry with your most generous financial gift? You know, we can't do it alone, but through your generous support, we'll continue serving the under-resourced church globally through the provision of Bibles and training to transform lives worldwide through God's Word. Will you connect with us through social media? You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you can visit us online at BibleLeague.org. That's BibleLeague.org. For this Action Podcast, I'm Michael Woolworth.